Welcome to the Passion Harvest podcast audio series. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. If you would like to watch this episode, please head over to our Passion Harvest channel on YouTube. We love taking you on a journey to discover your passions. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Passion Harvest, where we aim to inspire you to live a passionate life. My passionate guest today is Brittany Keneally, a natural intuitive and an incredible talented and accurate tarot reader who holds a communications and law degree. Brittany has a passion for astrology and she was drawn to tarot at the time of her broken engagement and broken heart several years ago. Tarot brought her great clarity and healing. She taught herself and practiced on friends and family to build her confidence and Brittany's readings for clients has grown into a very successful passion. Brittany, welcome to Passion Harvest. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you, Louisa, for that beautiful intro. I'm happy to be here. I love that... um, you, you kind of had double lives because you have more of a corporate life during the, you know, the workday week, but then you also have this incredible passion um, that you pursue potentially on weekends. It's very successful. So I, I, I love that. Yes. Um, people have a hard time understanding how I can, um, you know, change hats. But, um, you know, it's all about balance. You need balance in your life, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So do your work colleagues know what you do? on the weekend uh, yeah I think they've cottoned on to um to it now because I've been at the same workplace for two years and I think I've given a couple of um colleagues readings and then you know news travels fast so <laughs> and your readings are so accurate and amazing I guess you know it's it's like with all sort of um spiritual pursuits even for me with my podcast and looking back I think what was I worried about but you know it's almost like coming out like you're afraid of not that you are anymore but afraid of what people might think or they might judge you um, for being a bit alternative that's kind of how I felt initially. Yeah especially if your family aren't totally supportive of your passion um, you're always afraid of you know that kind of judgment from people who don't know you. Um, it's natural but I just continued down this path regardless of what other people thought and it just has grown and grown and grown and then you see people that um once upon a time were a bit skeptical they they are converted and it's half of the the joy of of going down this road (laughs) and it's kind of like a healer in a way you're helping so many people even if it's peace of mind that you know you're really um doing some amazing things I guess my first question is um And I get this question asked a lot. How do you develop your intuition, particularly you in relation to tarot? How how do you develop that? I think everyone has that sixth sense. It's just um, whether you want to develop it or not, whether you want to listen to those gut instincts, um, it's it's a choice. So uh, there's so many different ways you can develop it. But I think the number one um, tip would be to quieten the mind and get into a state of meditation and that's where the magic happens so if you can just um, remove yourself from noise and distractions and and clear your mind um, then you can listen to your inner voice 
beautifully said. <laughs> I just keep being drawn. I think this is how we first connected. And I never, ever watch these, you know, Facebook lives. And I, I know you do a lot of them and you're amazing. But I just so happened to, you know, pause on one once and you were there. But I can't imagine, it's probably people saying, you know, you're on YouTube now and things, but it must be quite challenging, the live event, thinking, oh my God, are people going to show up and listen and watch? How do you find that? Um, you know what? I do remember before I went into my live, my Facebook lives, it was a bit daunting. But once, um, I've always been the type of person that once I throw myself in the deep end, I've done it. Um, you get over that hurdle and it's not an issue. Like, I, I just think um, when you throw yourself in the deep end and you get over those initial nerves, um, you just start to build confidence. And I don't, I don't worry about who's coming in on, on the live. I just trust that um, the universe and spirit are going to be sending me the people that need my messages. And if no one wants to play, no one wants to play. I'm not going to force it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that's such an amazing answer. And I find that with so many of my guests that they're really confident or, you know, it's built up over time, but you don't need approval from anyone else, I guess, no, to validate I, what you do. That. Yeah. Well, I started out with zero approval. So I've got nothing to lose. So. <laughs> that is such an awesome answer. <laughs> I just love that you're following your passion and it's so amazingly successful. Thank you. So, I, I mean, I've got uh, quite a few questions for you. I've tried to do the tarot myself and it mm -hmm. doesn't work and I can never remember all the meanings. I do, how, how do you remember what all the cards mean? Well, it's a process and if you're passionate about something, um, you're more likely to hang in there um, through the learning process. Obviously, um, it, didn't, it didn't happen overnight for me. It, it um, was a process like everything and I just stuck with it. So uh, there were some cards that I just couldn't get my head around, like the pages and the, the court cards of the queens and kings. I just couldn't understand um, how to apply them. But then I just um, did my research, listened to other people's interpretations online, read some books, and then you just the penny just drops. You've just got to stick with it and you've got to keep practicing and asking people for feedback. And then one day you just um, you get it. <laughs> yeah, that's like anything with passion. But so obviously you're reading for, you know, multiple different people. How do you relate, you know, a pay, I'm just pulling it off the top of my head, the page that you mentioned, it might mean one thing for me, but something different for someone else. How do you interpret that? You just have to trust your intuition. Every time I second guess myself, that's when I get it wrong. So spirit ah. will give you, um, um, you know, it's kind of like you just get messages and you things might pop out to you on the card that normally don't kind of grab your attention and um, you've just got to trust those uh, flashes of knowing. So um, I get so many different things each day. It's hard to find a particular example, but um, a reading that I did last night, and, and mind you, after a couple of wines, sometimes you're into <laughs> it, helps, it helps a little bit. Um, so last night I did this reading and this lady wanted to understand why her mother-in-law, um, she had issues with her mother-in-law, and I was like, trying to read what the cards were saying. It was the four of wands in the reverse. I'm thinking that's a card about celebration and it's, it's in the reverse. So I, I said, does your mother-in-law kind of um, show her true colours at family gatherings and, and she's in a bad mood when everyone else is happy and 
you know, um, celebrating something? And she said, yes. And then I got a card, um, the Empress in the reverse. Now, the Empress is all about expectancy, waiting, even pregnancy. The Empress um, is often pregnant in a, in a lot of decks. And I said, when you had your first child with your husband, did, you, did your mother-in-law kind of, I don't know, does she have a problem with that? Was she um, not very nice to you after the birth of your child? And she said, yes, that's exactly when things started to unravel. So you've just got to, it's, it's really stabbing in the dark. You, you don't know, um, just you rely on the other person to, to piece it together for you. I my God, something just clicked in me when you started talking about that because that's like with any sort of spiritual growth, it it's just goes back to trusting your intuition. I mean, obviously what you're doing as well, but whether one's talking about automatic writing or connecting with spirit guides or anything, it's not, um, you've got to get out of your mind, I guess, and maybe that's what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, it's crucial. Um, don't overthink it. Uh, just trust everything that comes through. Um, sorry, I've just got to just tell you i've got my dog in the background snoring so if there's any funny noises that you can hear that's what it is <laughs> it's okay we love dogs <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't even hear the dog so don't worry about it <laughs> um i've spoken with you know a lot of uh, psychics it's a coin term on the show but they said um some of them have said they no longer use uh, tarot now because you know they've got to such a level it, they've used it as a tool in the past yeah. um i don't know how do you find i mean obviously it's a fantastic tool it works amazingly well for you how do you see the the future i totally respect that question and um i probably i admit that i probably rely on on cards um more than i should but it's just because I love them. I appreciate the artwork on the decks and I collect I collect different decks. So um, it's probably just because I enjoy working with them. I like the feeling of shuffling and um, it's just a comforting thing for me. But I can I could definitely do readings without them. I just choose to, to use them. Beautiful. <laughs> so do you have a favourite? Um, I think I only know, is it the Rider Waite tarot deck? I've only known of that one, but I guess do you have a fa favourite tarot deck? I have um, so many different favourites and it changes. Um, so, you know, obviously if you use one deck all of the time, you'd probably get bored. So that's why I have hundreds. They all have different uses. So it depends what kind of a reading I'm doing. If I'm doing a love reading, um, I love using this deck called Simple Love Advice. Um, and oh, I love the right of weight. Like I didn't appreciate it, appreciate it when I first started out because um, I don't know, it's like learning a different language. But once you get a grasp of, of the tarot and you understand all of the meanings, I think your appreciation grows with the right of weight. Um, but yeah, I just have so many different ones. It's hard to say which is my favourite. <laughs> and do you get, I mean, do you get tired after doing, you know, a, a lot of readings during a day? Um, no, I feel like most of the time readings energize me. So I have to be a little bit disciplined. Otherwise I don't have a life. So I could, um, I could live the life of a hermit and just do readings all day, every day, but I need to, um, actively, <laughs> I, I need to nurture my friendships and I need to go out. So yeah, it's a bit of an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's a, it's, but it's, I mean, it's a, not a bad addiction. 
No, it could be a lot worse, I guess. <laughs> so, and do you do some form of sort of protection before you do your readings? I'm a little bit naughty. I do. I don't do enough um, protection. Um, but you know, I use sage. Like I'll sage my house. I I love um, salt baths. I have a salt bath every day, um, and I just trust that um, spirit are protecting me. I can kind of guess, but what are the most common questions people ask or want to know about? They want to know how other another person who they're romantically involved with how they're feeling towards them because obviously we're living in a very strange time in terms of dating. There's so much uncertainty. There's so many mind games. You know, dating apps just make love and sex so available and so accessible. And people just have this mentality of, um, I don't want to commit. There's just so many options. So we just live in this in this age of increased uncertainty. So I get so many people wanting to know the potential for a particular romantic connection. Um, a lot of people come to me wanting to know what their life purpose is because, um, again, we live in a time where there's so many options. Like women, once upon a time, went down a few different avenues. They could become a teacher, a nurse. Um, they could work in administration. Now women can do whatever we put our mind to. So um, with uncertainty and options, um, I think that's where the tarot can be really useful it can provide a lot of clarity so and do you ever sort of think oh my god I don't know how to answer you I can't answer your question or that doesn't happen um, doesn't happen because I will rephrase the question to get the best answer from the tarot it's it's really in the way you phrase the question mm -hmm. yeah I'm trying to think of an example so um people say how can I find love and for starters, you don't find love. It's not a possession. Mm. Um, it's a feeling between two people. So I would rephrase the question into um, what can Louisa do to manifest a soulmate relationship? So, yeah, it's all in um, rephrasing. <laughs> yeah, you say that really well. And, and, I mean, do you see yourself one day doing this as a full – I mean, you obviously love it and you're so passionate about it. Do you think you'll do this – one day full time definitely that's the goal so um i would like oh, to wow yeah sooner rather than later um there's the demand there that's not an issue it's just that taking that leap of faith um i have a great day job that pays my bills that gives me that financial security um so it's really hard um living as a single woman with a mortgage in sydney um to take that leap of faith it's it's scary, but I will do it eventually. I will do it. <laughs> um, and that's the thing, what I say to people about passion as well. You know, don't give up the site, you know, don't give up the job straight away. <laughs> Start small. But I honestly believe when you believe it will support you, it will. If you're Definitely. hesitant and not sure, don't do it. But I, I'm also enjoying the luxury of um, I can... I can pick and choose how many readings I do each week. If it became a full-time job right now, I would have to, it would just um, change the whole vibe of mm. this passion. It would become a little bit more of a, a chore and I don't, want it, I don't want it to become a chore. I don't want it to become um, less of a passion. If yeah. I make sense. <laughs> 
So do you, um, God, I'd love to live with someone like you to say, please pull a card of me. But do you um, like pull cards every morning for yourself to see how I your do. day's going? Yeah, I used to definitely when I was still learning. So when I was teaching myself the tarot, I would pull a card each day and um, try and get a, a deeper understanding of that particular card. Um, and I would look up YouTube videos and tutorials on that card. Uh, I don't need to do that anymore, but sometimes if I'm going through a bit of a stressful time, I will um, pull a few cards for myself. But it's really hard to read for yourself. Sometimes I pull cards and it's like they're just talking Arabic. I have no idea what they're trying to tell me. Um, so I, I don't really read for myself these days unless I'm desperate. But I actually have a lot of, I have a lot of um, fellow psychic tarot readers and we exchange readings with each other. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And you talked before about um, spirit protecting you. It, it, I don't know what you mean, but what, can you explain what you mean by that? Or who is spirit? Um, so I believe in, you know, past loved ones. They are always around us. Mm -hmm. um, I actually have a, a lot of photos around where I do my readings of my grandparents and I always ask them to bring messages through because they're like my spirit guides. Okay. Um, and I also um, envision angelic angels around me while I do my readings because that's where I'm getting my messages from I can't make stuff up I don't it's not coming from me it's coming from spirit so I ask them directly for messages so you're almost one could say you're almost like a channel yes I, I definitely that's how I work I um I use a photo to tune into someone's energy and I almost feel um, different. I feel like I'm them while I'm doing the reading and shuffling the cards and I actually feel pain within their body. It's not my pain, it's their pain. So essentially, yes, I, I channel. Yeah, that was my leading into my next question because I was going to ask, you know, how do you, how do you know, who, how, yeah, how do you tune into the energy of the person you're reading? Um, it, it's actually the, the first thing that comes in. It's like physical stuff so I can pick up on health issues injuries um it was actually really funny this this girl um who works for, for my mum she's the biggest skeptic in the whole wide world and I don't <laughs> understand when skeptics ask me for a reading because it's like well that would just be a waste of my energy <laughs> and you're not going to listen to me anyway but sure I'll try and pick up on some things so I said I wouldn't be wearing those huge um six inch stilettos because I'm picking up that you're going to be having some back problems. Um, and she said, Oh, garbage. I, I wear these all the time. I've never had back issues. And then literally two days later, um, she was bed bound, could not get up out of bed because her back was killing her. So, <laughs> so you felt, um, the back pain in your body. Yes. Yeah. And also I pick up on, um, I'm a medium as well. So, when people ask me to connect to past loved ones, one of the first things that come through or that they choose to show me is um, how they passed. So um, I will pick up on if someone has, has passed away from a heart attack, for example, I'll get pain in my heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I guess my other question with that, because, you know, um, tapping into other people's energy, could that affect your energy in the long term or your physical body? 
No, I don't think so. Uh, I've never, I've never taken on that long term. So once I blow out the candle after the reading and go about my day, it's not something that follows me around. I, I don't feel like it does have a lasting impact on me. No. So what's your advice to people who, obviously if anyone wants an incredible reading, <laughs> all Brittany's details will be in the show notes, but for someone who's really interested and, and passionate about it and wants to start um, to learn a bit more about tarot, what's your advice? Um, take it day by day. Don't try and absorb everything all at once. Um, and whenever you're inspired to do something, just give it a go. Like for me, uh, I didn't know that I, I was a medium until I um, practiced on random people. I asked them, you know, can you tell me a past loved one that you'd like me to um, tune into? And then I'm going to give you messages and you can tell me if that makes any sense. I'm, I'm totally in the dark here. I don't know these people from a bar of soap. So I really needed that feedback. So go with what you're given. Ask for constructive feedback and um, remember that it's a process. You're going to get some things wrong and it's okay to make mistakes. How else, are we, how, how else do we learn? So mm. I would just say go with um, whatever you are drawn to. Some people aren't into tarot. Some people like to work with pendulums. Some people like to do Reiki healing and um, they work with crystal balls. Like it's just whatever um, floats your boat. It's a very personal thing. So um, I also can help you tap into your natural psychic strengths. So if anyone wants um, help in that regard, just give me a shout. That's fantastic. So again, you're, I mean, I love that, but you're using your intuition what just naturally what comes to you to give the messages to the your clients yeah so i've also got a few decks that help me um just uh reinforce what i'm already sensing about that person you know i'll I'll be able to pick up whether that person is clairaudient and should um develop their ability to hear messages from spirit or if they're clairvoyant which is clear vision um i'll get cards telling me that they should um, pay more attention to their dreams you know it just it's the possibilities are endless and I, I really like identifying um the areas in which my clients should should think about developing you, this has just come to mind. You get questions a lot on is the, I mean, obviously this is a romance or a love or soulmate. Do you get a lot of questions on soulmates? All the time. <laughs> Everyone's obsessed with twin flames, but uh, I don't know. What do you I, think I, about that? I think it's just another label, but people get so caught up in the whole notion of runners and chasers and they think their twin flame is their ultimate soulmate and if they... If they don't get with their twin flame, then that's it for them. They're not going to have the love they yearn for. It's not true. It's not true. We have multiple soulmates and it, it's just a matter of finding the one that wants to build um, with you, you know. And I was, I was saying to Brittany before the show, she posts some the most hilarious posts on Facebook. <laughs> I love it <laughs> about, you know, soulmates well, soulmates, or, you know, the love of my life. They're so funny. Just, I just love that you add that bit of humour to, you know, it, it, you're coming from a very spiritual psychic foundation, but I love that humour and you can relate to so many women. 
Thank you. Yes, well, that's the thing. They say healers have a lot of struggles, um, personal struggles, because how else would we be able to um, relate to our clients? And I I have a few psychic friends and they have nearly um, thrown in the towel. They don't want to do their spiritual work anymore because they feel like it's not getting them to where they want to be um, in their love lives, in whatever. And But that's not... I, I didn't go into this because of me. I, I, I went into this path because I enjoy helping people and it, that's where it should end. Like, I think if you are a spiritual person, you should be able to take the good with the bad, you know, and it's just about growing. Yeah, that's. I got a bit sad when you said that about your friends. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's true. I I feel like we do go through a lot, um, but I I don't think that spirit gives us anything that we aren't able to cope with. No, and look, it's very easy for me to say, but you know, I often find very unfortunately in my darkest moments, that's when the greatest growth occurs. Exactly. That's where the light enters in, where, where you're In the cracks are. in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in the interest of time, what else would you like to talk about to our watchers and listeners? Do you want me to pull a card for you and do a little bit of a demo? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's um, private on this channel. <laughs> you actually need to give me the question. You can just think about it. Oh, I don't mind. I, I can give you the question. Okay, so what's your question? Oh, okay, now I have to think about it. Um, well, I guess I'd like to know about love, romance. Okay. Um, let's do a simple love advice card then. Are you going to ask if there's someone in particular or do I need to? This is more about what you can do to improve your love life. Okay. Okay, so I'm just going to shuffle. I've watched you do that. If anyone that's watching this on YouTube, you do that so fast and so professionally. You look like one of what are they? What are they called? A croupier in the casino. <laughs> You're so uh, professional. That's years of practice, right? <laughs> you know what? I had no idea how to shuffle when I first started, but you know, it just when you do it so often, it just comes. <laughs> and it's almost like a meditative thing for you. You know, you see those people with the prayer beads. They sort of roll the beads in their hand. It reminds me of what you're doing. Ah, yes. Interesting. So your first card was mine, mine, mine. And remember what I was saying before, how love isn't a possession? Yeah. Um, This is that card. So it says it's not an item to be lost or found. It's a belief deep within yourself and shared with another that what you have between you is true. So trust in them as much as you trust in yourself because only then you can have love without worry. Um, So what else have we got here? Um, I feel like at the moment in your love life, you are trying to put your best self forward, which is what we should be doing, but we shouldn't be... um, trying to be anything other than who we are. So don't hide yourself. Let 
like your true self shine with this person um, because you've got two cards telling you that you've got you are perfect and hide and seek now the hide and seek card is saying um, that you're hiding yourself behind an image that others see but you need to show yourself and don't hold back if others can't see your beauty then that's their missed opportunity so it's about needing to seek people who appreciate you for who you really are um, and don't think that you should be anywhere other than where you are. So don't think that by now at this age you should be married with children. Don't compare yourself because that's what the You Are Perfect card is all about. It's saying you're perfect who you are and where you are experiencing everything that is at hand. So whenever you have um, anxious thoughts, that's the affirmation that you should be using. Um, and what has brought you to this exact moment in your life has been a set of perfect events and influences. And then finally, shaking the hourglass. Don't be in any hurry um, because exactly like what the previous card was saying, you're exactly where you're meant to be and rushing the present moment doesn't make things happen any more quickly. In fact, it only delays things. Um, so don't rush the process because love is not lost. Um, patience. <laughs> that's amazing and i know all of that but <laughs> I, I should have known all that myself <laughs> what's ever been done i know i know because <laughs> sometimes you're almost reflecting back on what the person actually knows they just need someone else to say it for them it's so true yeah and i'm the same i'm like everyone else um i have readers that i go to and especially as someone who's really intuitive i i know everything well everything that I need to know uh, I just need someone else to tell me <laughs> and do a lot of people ask you for it must be very hard but sort of time frames do they say you know am I going to meet this person in three years or I'm going to get this job do they ask sort of time frames all the time and I actually um created my own deck just um I bought a playing card oh, deck wow. And um, I actually want to publish my own deck because it's been super accurate with the timings. So um, I do want to turn this into a professional deck. Um, I need to find a publisher or I don't, I don't Can even know. Can you hold it up again? Yeah, so it's, it's very well shuffled and all bent out of shape. But, yeah, it's just, you know, your $3 playing card deck. Um, and I have written um, texter messages on it and uh, the, the timing is just crazily accurate. So I get a lot of people coming for fertility readings. Oh. So I've, I've got cards saying three months, two months, one month, and I've got all of the months of the year and uh, amongst other messages on this deck. And um, I've been able to predict a few um, pregnancies using this one. So That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I um, just the other day got a uh, message from someone who I'd given a free reading to on one of the Facebook groups and she said, um, you told me I was going to find out I was pregnant in November and it was literally the last day of November and she said, today I found out I was pregnant. So it's funny, spirit sometimes, um, you know, right at the, the 11th hour will come in and deliver. So, <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. Um, I guess, you know, everyone's our greatest teachers. What, I guess my last question is what, 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 what do your clients teach you? Well, this whole process of giving people readings, um, I gain from that as well. So I, 
uh, I get messages that I need um, reinforced by giving other people readings. Um, but that, that's probably how I would answer that question um, because I don't really, I, I don't really go into a reading um, to, to learn anything from my clients. It's more what can I offer them, what kind of healing and clarity can I give to them and then I just work on my own learning in my own time. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You've explained yourself so beautifully and um, I can't wait to have a reading with you in the near future. <laughs> oh, thank you, Louisa. That's so nice. Thank you so much for being on Passion Harvest. Oh, the pleasure was all mine. Thank you. I've had a great time and good luck with all your readings this afternoon. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Bye. I am up very late. So. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That is the end of our passionate episode. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends and spread the passion. As always, every day, may you be more and more passionate.